Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Notice where that takes you as we move towards our second part of our practice together, which is 
portal of gratitude, finding your way to that shift in your attention. Getting grateful is not a cliché. It's a way to be in relationship with life in a particular way. And uh, it is not always easy. I know it is hard sometimes when we feel like we are underneath it, up against it, really challenged by all kinds of harsh realities in some ways and you can't seem to get to the portal of gratitude. Well, here is a lifeline for you or a uh, potential bridge across that reality to another perspective. And that's asking the question, who made it possible for you to do what you're doing right now? It's keeping you on the right side of the ground. Who helped cultivate the food that's in your belly? could be you, by the way, giving yourself some strokes of gratitude. What about the electronic equipment that you are listening to the program through and with? Many people made it possible, devoted part of their lives to help you have this convenience, this modern convenience, and so forth. So just noticing where gratitude is available or not for you today. If it's a big stretch, we're happy to help. If it's easy and you're already making your way down your list, let me add some folks. We've got to list ourselves here at Marion Life, starting with our global honorary sponsor, the One World Children's Fund.org. If you're online, United People to Improve the Lives of Children Affected by Poverty. On the national level, we've got the National Action Organization committed to changing the way our culture values each other. You can check them out online as well, N-A-C-T-I-O-N.org. 100% of the proceeds goes to programming just like this at Marion Live. And on the local level, our mothership is here in California, and in Northern California, we've got a bookstore called Open Secret Bookstore in San Rafael, California. They've got the latest in meditation and revelation. They've been sponsoring this program for 10 years, and uh, we're so grateful they do. We love books at Marion Live, as you know because we have beautiful authors, people who have devoted their lives to taking language and offering uh, their crafting language as a bridge to help you develop, create, attract, and sustain fulfilling relationships, starting with a relationship with yourself. So we have another such author right here on Marion Live as we turn our attention towards our guest today, our special guest, Dr. Avij, is with us. Yes, I mean, got a lot of her fans that are tuning in today, as well as new potential fans. Uh, if you want to find out more about Dr. Edwige's work, you can go to dredwige.com for more information. Um, look, here's the thing. Not everybody is as sure-footed about the arrival of their paranormal, multidimensional, and consciousness breakthroughs as Dr. Edwige's. And uh, she wants to help be your guide embracing your multidimensional self. Uh, your helpers, you know, those folks who come in dreams and, and in visions and sometimes, well, often unexpected and sometimes unwanted at first, um, to help interpret your dreams, experiences, and coincidences, synchronicities, and the like. Um, and Dr. Adige is putting all of this perspective into her new book and, and this hour, You're Not Crazy, You're Awakening, uh, right here on Mary Ann Lott. So we're so delighted to have her today. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Adige. It's been her lifelong dream. It was once upon a time to be a singer, and uh, she accomplished that with performances at the Madison Square Garden and uh, the 1998 Super Bowl. Dr. Aziz's spiritual journey was 
equally, equi- equally uh, ascendant of being at an age 12 when she was often visited by what she refers to as benevolent beings of light. And in her quest to integrate the wisdom and knowledge that was coming through to her, Dr. Edwidge received a doctorate of mes- metaphysical science um, from the University of Metaphysics at, at Sedona, and she's a certified Theta Healing Practitioner and an experienced Reiki and non-touch pranic healer. Uh, she's received a Maneki Shamanic Rites, um, I don't know if that's a certification or not, I'm going to ask her, but she's a shamanic practitioner of sorts, and she's with us today. She's going to be here all this hour. Welcome to the program, uh, uh, Marian Live, Dr. Adiz. We're so glad you're here. Thank you, Marianne. What a pleasure and delight to be here. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Yeah. I know. I'm like, as you're reading it, I'm like, well, you know what? I need to edit that down, really. <laughs> I edited those. a lot of words. I felt like I had marbles in my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, I just way too much over the top. Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, you want, you want folks to know that you've taken care to really bring them this material, we, we we want them to know where from where you've come from. So I can appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, not to worry, everybody. Uh, you, you can check out her website if uh, if some of that didn't land. In the meantime, let's hear it from you how you got started on this journey because reading your book was so fascinating. You know, you started at such an early age to be connected mm-hmm. to the other side, as they say. Tell us a little bit about that. Very interesting, this lifetime indeed, and actually it began even earlier than 12, because quite honestly, you know, my parents, being from the island, they met and married and moved us kids down to South Jersey on five acres, and so we moved into that home. I was somewhere around seven years old, and just imagine, it was a normal thing to wake up and see a ghost standing in the hallway and, you know, en route to the bathroom, or a picture of flowers all of a sudden being a picture, a portrait of a person. And I would describe that person to my mom, and she said, oh, that's your great-grandfather. He must have come in to say hello. I'm like, all right. So this is what it was like at seven and eight and nine, right? So I was kind of used to that, and I guess, you know, um, everything's on purpose and divine. So, yes, indeed, they were preparing me even then. And then I was about 12 years old when all of a sudden the being that was in the room was very different than just a ghost standing in the way or trying to say hello, but this was very intentional. And here was this tall, benevolent being of light. And I say of light because it was almost transparent in its whiteness and in a long white gown. And it was standing at the foot of my bed, very direct, getting my attention. And it got, he got my attention. And up out of my bed I went and flying out my window into the stars, flying into the cosmos. We landed on a bridge and then we dove into the depths of the ocean. And this particular being visited with me for six years. So, I mean, quite the, the journey being aware that you are sleeping in bed and yet very conscious and very aware that you are floating above yourself to the point, in fact, where I would intentionally go down the hallway into my parents' room attempting to wake them up. Of course, they wouldn't budge, and out their window I'd go. And my mom said, she appeared to teach you go. So there was never fear behind it, and there was always Oh, you again? Okay, let's go. <laughs> you know? Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, talk a little bit about, I mean, 12 years old. Okay, that's the time when you watch a, a scary movie 
like Jaws, I remember. And I, you yes, know, I yes. lived in the ocean, I think, I don't know, 20 years without thinking <laughs> about that experience. How is it that you were able to sort of accept this um, a very unusual uh, situation within a culture, uh, the larger Western culture, that maybe would have thought this was a little bizarre? Talk about that. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, well, here's the thing. I actually came in with fourth dimensional consciousness that I found out later on, so I had, didn't have that fear-based reality, and also came in with no life karma. But the interesting thing is, my mom was a Rosicrucian back then, and so my mom every day went into her room to meditate. And, you know, back then you would get those little green pamphlets, right? And so we knew a green pamphlet just came in the mail. Mother's going to be reading that, doing the work, and she meditates. And so we were always connected. And here's the crazy thing, Marianne. I went to all Catholic schools. My high school was a convent, and so it's not like they didn't try to, you know, program that all of this is outside of self, but my mom once again said, you were there for the education, not the religion, and that we come from the stars, and this is who we are, and they're just here to show you, to teach you. So there was never that fear. In fact, there really wasn't any fear until they started showing back up as an adult, I'll tell you because then I really had a lifetime of programs. But as a child, I was open to it and, in fact, thought it was the coolest thing and a lot of fun. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that, that distinction because it seems that, um, well, at least the research that, that I've studied over the years says that as children we are more open and our consciousness seems less clouded in some ways, particularly, mm -hmm. as you said, if you cycle in with as a sort of a, maybe a more old soul or a fourth-dimensional consciousness, uh, even if you don't know it, you're just open. And then that shuts down. Talk a little bit about that. How does that shut down and why? Is that part of the learning curve? Is it part of our soul's purpose? Is it a collective yeah. thing? What is that? Isn't that interesting? That's program. So a lot of people will shut down. A lot of people will have these experiences from childhood. And unfortunately, when they share it with a parent or someone that they have confidence in and that person doesn't support them and tells them, in fact, that, oh, my, you're crazy, or that's wrong, or you're going to hell for that, or all those things that judgment will start to come in, right, then you'll begin to shut it down. For me, the reason why it shut down for me, well, it was six years, and that was long enough for them to do what they needed to do. But also, my dad transitioned. I was right around 18 years old when my dad transitioned out. And so I went into the workforce. I went from all of this to becoming a blackjack dealer in Atlantic City. And so even though I knew that there was something beyond, um, you know, I didn't have the time or I was more preoccupied with adult life. And so life happened. I moved to Las Vegas to pursue my singing and was doing all of that like the intro said. And then in 2004, I had my chaos into harmony moment, as so many of us will have knowing that there are those two ways to awaken, your near-death experience or you reprogram your subconscious. So en route to a photo shoot, I was rear-ended at over 100 miles an hour and went into the light. <laughs> and in the light, the voice said, you are here to bring them into the light. Now, here's the coolest thing about that. My life did not flash before my eyes. I went into a holding space, and it was absolutely still and beautiful and filled with love, again, so that there would be no cellular memory or trauma, right, because I didn't come in with life lessons. 
so there was no trauma, nothing attached to it. And when it was, I guess, the second impact, I was back in the vehicle, and my mom was the passenger, and I'm like, well, what just happened? She said, sweetheart, we were rear-ended, in fact, by the police. They were doing a high-speed chase, and I pulled up to the shoulder to get out of their way, and one of them didn't see me in the shoulder and rear-ended me. Wow. And so, just imagine. So I had to go through, you know, I tore two discs in my neck, but that was, you know, quite honestly, it could have been a lot worse being hit at that high-impact park. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went through the process of healing, and that really began the process of all of this where I am today. Because in that process of healing and getting onto alkaline water and changing the diet and getting really into health, then things started to turn on. And all of a sudden I was hearing something within me saying, there is something I'm supposed to be doing, and yet I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And I would say this to my husband like a broken record every day. He said, not to worry, it's going to show up. And one faithful day it showed up, and this being showed up in my room and said, we are here to teach you meditate. And that began the process. And from that moment, Mary Ann, you read my book every 10 days or so. Whoa, something was showing up in my room. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. I mean, yeah. yeah. But not to freak anybody out the one time. It did. It did. It did. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was my having to wrap my head around, okay, a still point of light just came into my room and I can see it with my eyes open, I can see it with my eyes closed, and it just turned into pictures. Okay, I'm not crazy. I really am seeing this, right, with my eyes open. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it was that. And then when they came in and all of a sudden they were embracing me, imagine, oh, my gosh, I would get this big loving embrace in the wee hours of the morning, open my eyes, and this magnificent orb, it was golden with greens and violets and purple leaving my room. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Um, you know, then a time they touched me, and I just said yes. And before I knew it, I was standing before a council of 12. So there was no denying that these things were happening. And then I started to have an outside voice telling me, disconnect from an uneven temper and don't eat meat. And, I mean, the guidance came so loud and clear. There was just no ignoring it uh, until that fateful day when literally as I lay in bed September 2012 oh my gosh it's been that long pulsing and vibrating at that point like I was doing every single day everything turned on like literally like someone plugged me into an outlet and I could just feel all this electricity all the time and so I would pulse and vibrate all the time and every time I closed my eyes it was filled with all the rays of God all the time. Imagine being like that all the time. And one day I looked up and there was a still point of white light descending. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, what's this? <laughs> That's new. And it was, I don't know, several feet above me. And it was the shape, the form of the white of a body. And I knew it was my light body. And it descended into me. And I could feel it when it moved in and all of a sudden everything started to link up and and sync up it was phenomenal and amazing and yet that was just another initiation into this ascension process and was not to be the end all because so many more things have occurred since my light body moved in in september 2012. 
so this is this is really phenomenal. And so the the next question that I have is, uh, well, actually, I'd, I'd like to invite you to explain how real life had appeared before, and then while this these initiations occurred, how real life shifted for you. And give an example of before and after. Something as mundane as you know, picking the kids up at school or, you know, calling your husband on the telephone. What what kind of, how do you hold this paradox or this paradigm shift, and what does that look like for you, the before and after? You know, that's an interesting question because people who knew me said, oh, my goodness, Aziz, you've changed. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so prior to this happening, I was one of those A personalities. You know, I'm an Aries, born April 13th, and I'm straight up. Aries, right? We like our I's dotted, our T's crossed, and if you don't do it when I say do it, you're going to have a problem with me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold that thought. Hold that thought. It's Jack Nicholson with a between your knees. We're going to be right back right here on Marianne Live. And for some of you who don't know what that means, don't even worry about it. It's a line out of a movie that's very famous and funny. If it wasn't funny, just move on. Let it go. Take a deep breath. We're coming back. Dr. Reed, she's in the house. She's written a book. You're not crazy. You're awakening. We'll be back more right after this. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No More Love Life Drama for Us. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. Honey, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce yet? We spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Lied and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. Okay, so you have a couple of days off, and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries, for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights, and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. 
music, information, and friends. HealthyLife.net everybody. Thanks for joining us here on Marianne Live. We're breathing in and out. We're grateful. Some of us are still laughing about the Jack Nicholson story. Others are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't even know who Jack Nicholson is. <laughs> Never saw he's a writer. What the heck does that have to do with Dr. Aviv? Nothing anymore because we're moving on. We're, we're talking with Dr. Aviv. She's written, written a new book for us. You're not crazy. You're awakening. Her story, her stories, plural, are, are uh, filling this book, by the way, with, with the kind of illumination that most of us keep to ourselves because we think we're crazy, right? We've had an uh, awakening experience, an existential experience, and we often whisper or think, what does that mean? How do we translate that? Well, Dr. Lee is here to share not only her story, but how she has the benefit of this lifelong experience of connecting to other realms, our transpersonal experiences, and, and how to, in fact, cultivate this way of moving through the world, this awakening material into our daily lives. And that was my last question to you, Dr. V, the before mm-hmm. and after. You know, Absolutely. before you were a type A, and Aries, you said, get it done kind of a girl, which, you know, brought forward my silly uh, uh, sort of analogy, analogous situation uh, there, the tuna thing. But sorry about that. But uh, let's let's give another example that's more practical for people. So they can and so, before and after. Absolutely. And and after that, all of a sudden, there was this peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. I mean, just peaceful and truly. Um, it was the letting go of the little self, the ego, who had to be right and had to be heard and had to and had to, to the point of now the soul and the higher self taking over where it's the detached observer and no one is broken and everyone's here to have their experience. And, wow, it just gave me permission to step back and smell the roses, and that's what I was able to do. And it is such a drastic shift, let me tell you. And so then the process then becomes allowing more of this higher you, the the higher aspects of you, to move more fully in so that there can be more peace, more joy, more harmony, more bliss, and you're in those moments more and more and more. And that was the shift for me. So thank you for that. That's an important um, perspective for us to be able to see that there was something really uh, remarkable. Profound, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that you integrated it, or it integrated you, it sounds like. It sort of happened. Um, But on on the other hand, it didn't just happen. I think that oftentimes when we hear people who have awakened tell their stories, it feels like that there was no discipline involved. You know, this sort of magical thing happened, and now you're suddenly enlightened. When, when I was reading your book, my sense was you have cultivated a lifelong discipline of turning to your interior, of having the courage, even though, you know, maybe early on you, you came with a particular kind of consciousness, but you kept looking, you kept staying oh, yeah. and looking towards the path, and that is not easy always, uh, right? It 
requires diligence. I don't care who you are and how, you know, you come with, like I said, no life lessons or whatever. Life is still happening all around you, and yeah. you're still right in the mix of it, yeah. having your stuff. And it's how you choose to see those things determines, you know, how easy or difficult the path will be. Right. And so it was always being mindful of all of that. And, you know, I remember this one time um, my husband and I used to own an alkaline water store, and we held that for three years. And one day, as I'm pulling up to it to park, I get a flat tire, and I just let that little flat tire bother me, right? Um, And he came and he changed the tire and so forth, and he made his trip out to L.A., so I'm now home by myself. And right around 4.13 in the morning, which back then was my awakening hour where they'd come in and share with me, a voice said out loud, disconnect from an uneven temper. And that got my attention. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I said, excuse me? Mm-hmm. And the boy said it again, disconnect from an uneven temper. So I just sat up in bed. I mean, you know, kind of ashamed, right? I said, oh, how I behaved today over the flat tire, I see. And so I got up and I went and I grabbed paper and pencil because at that point I wasn't recording everything, didn't know I would be writing a book and so forth. And so... I sat there and I wrote it down because I said, my goodness, I know this isn't me because I don't even speak like this. <laughs> I'm writing it down. I disconnect from an uneven temper. <laughs> who is that? And who is that? <laughs> and, and then I said, okay, so I'm ready to go back to sleep. Is there anything else? <laughs> you know, because you've been called out on oh, yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the voice said, love is all there is. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. See, so there are those little moments, aha moments, when you really have to start to hold yourself accountable, that nothing is to cause you to react, and you are to respond from that space of your heart. So, yes, it was learning to stop being reactionary. It was learning to breathe back my consciousness into the space of my heart and to detach and become the observer. This is the work. This is the work right here, and it's, in my and it's work, yeah. and it's work, because it is so easy to say, but they said that, and if they didn't, wouldn't say it that way, I wouldn't be offended. And it's their stuff, and why did you do that to make me so upset? And, and, and you know, all of these things, and you've got to realize that your positive or negative thoughts will lead you to a positive or negative emotion and will lead to a positive or negative result. So if you're having a positive thought, fine, it's going to lead you to those wonderful emotions and you'll get a good outcome. But if you're having negative thoughts, guess what? It's going to start to move into negative emotions and the law says you're going to have a negative result. So we have got to get off autopilot. We have got to begin to pay attention to what we're thinking and how those thoughts are leading us through our guidance system, which are those emotions, and we've got to gain control. Right. So let's, this is a really wonderful place to kind of drop down to the next layer of depth mm. for our listener, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so your experience has been of a particular nature. It's been punctuated by a lot of um, very colorful, um, very dramatic events. Uh, maybe for some people they think, oh, my gosh, that has never happened to me uh, or that's not how it happened for me. But that doesn't mean what you're talking about isn't happening or potentially happening for everyone. So let's, let's talk about the different ways that we may experience awakening, and it's different for everybody. And, and let's talk about the collective invitation here because this is really your message the way I see it. 
uh, or understand it is we're all needing to awaken. Absolutely. You have a particular gift of healing that you offer people, and part of it is that you're, you know, you've got a a loudspeaker and you're saying, hey, wake up. We we need to wake up. So if you haven't picked up the call, let me help you pick up the call. Mm -hmm. Let's let's make those two points for folks. Let's start with that there's a particular way that people might hear the call. It doesn't have to be the way it was for you. And then let's go to second, um, that we're all trying to wake up here because we've got a lot to wake up and do, right? Absolutely. And so the wonderful thing is, you know, people are with that idea of soul purpose. So this, like the being when I was a little girl showed me, this was my part of my purpose, right, being that bridge, showing and helping. Yeah. And so it's going to show up differently for everyone. Um, it could be very subtle, right? It could hit you like a, a ton of bricks. I remember years ago I spoke to this woman who had six near-death experiences because every time she, you know, went into the light, they're like, okay, this is your gift. We want you to use it. And she didn't want you to come back and be psychic. And so she refused. And so at the sixth near-death experience, they said, this is your gift. We want you to use it because this is what you said you've come forth to do. So if you don't want to use your gift, then you don't need to go back. <laughs> she said, okay, fine, fine. And so it just depends on what that looks like for you. And so it's about you being the best at wherever you are in this moment is perfect. And that could be being, you know, the best um I don't know, taking care of flowers, taking care of your children, being a wonderful teacher, because we're all teachers. And so whatever your gift in the moment is, let it shine. Be bright. Give yourself permission to have a voice and to step into that power. And so it's going to be unique for all of us. And the reason why I share my experiences is not for anyone to compare notes, but it's to let you know it is real. And as I am walking this path and being able to bilocate, if you've gone to my website and you see that picture of me bilocating, that simply means all of my higher chakras, yes, in fact, they are open. So that this process of awakening, that this idea about ascension is real. Mm-hmm. That's why. When we come back after the break, I have more about your journey. Are you awake? Are you on purpose? Hey, you're not crazy. You're awakening. That's right. Doctor, 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 doctor is in the house. Oh, yeah, we don't even say anything else. we got the doctor in the house right here, Mary and I. Don't touch that down. We'll be back right after these messages. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No No More More Love Love Life Life Drama Drama for Us. us. Shh, over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer. ESET. They've been a pioneer in the antivirus industry for over 25 years. 
25 years of innovative, top-rated antivirus protection. ESET's award-winning security solutions provide a safe online experience for over 100 million home and business computer owners. They are so affordable, fast, and simple to use. So be gone, you blue screen of death. ESET's on my computer. If it's not on yours, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ESET now. Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 on car insurance? Well, this makes sense, since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers since 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everybody. Dr. Aziz is with us here on Mary Ann Live. And like I was saying, doctor, 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 help me. Sometimes you just <laughs> you need somebody who's devoted mm-hmm. their life to a particular journey of awakening, you have had such miraculous and extraordinary experiences and uh, healing gifts to offer us all. And you've written this beautiful book to help guide us. And during, uh, you know, before the break, we were saying uh, not everybody's journey is going to look like that or feel like that. And we don't want to set people down the wrong track if, you know, their experiences aren't like yours, correct? Absolutely. You know, and, and again, I just share this so that you know that this process of this idea of ascension and awakening is real and true. Yep. And that's and that's it. And to help guide because I have the gifts to help to clear. And so the reality of it is this is not the norm as far as experiences go. It can be so subtle and so quiet and so peaceful. And that's perfect because everyone is going to have their experience of awakening how they have it. And, you know, most of us, have to reprogram our subconscious, and it's a diligent job and takes years. It even took me years, and it's perfect exactly where you are and how it's unfolding for you. And what to remember is that it's to be done consciously. Mm-hmm. So you're aware that there is something. So it's about getting into your heart. It's about disconnecting from that uneven temper, right? Mm-hmm. It's about becoming aware of your thoughts that you, wherever you are, everyone listening, you are a co-creator. So what in this moment are you choosing to create? Mm-hmm. Are you choosing to see your life as the blessing that it is that you alluded to at your intro, Marianne, right? Mm-hmm. The blessing, the gratitude. Wow, I'm here. I chose to come forth to have these experiences. And, yes, your perception of some of your experiences, you're like, well, I never would have chosen this. But I say to you, you did because you are so wise that you knew that this was the lifetime where you would awaken. And so you wanted to get those lessons in because hey, this is it, this is that lifetime, so bring it on because that's how powerful you are that you can deal with it. And so now from that space of gratitude and love, knowing that it's not too much for you and that you're okay and that you're safe 
begin to share your story because as you go through the stuff that you're working through and you're healing, guess what you become? A master. And now you get to go and help another and another. And as we all do that with our expertise, wherever we are in our journey, we can help the person behind us bring them up. And that's why I'm here. That's what the purpose of this for. And all pieces of the puzzle fit together to make the puzzle. You see, so my piece looks like this and your piece looks like that. And they're all important, vital pieces of the puzzle because we all are light. You know, this is an interesting um, way to reframe the sort of Western mentality. If you think about it, we value independence. We mm -hmm. value control, carving our own destiny, right? And which is what you're pretty much saying we're doing, but it's from where we're doing it. Like instead of being aligned with the ego, right, the, the, the person that we are not necessarily, the sort of the, the persona, you're suggesting to drop deeper, listening to the subtle internal cues or uh, spiritual cues, getting in alignment with the creative force, the, the divine, uh, versus our own ego voice. Can you help us flesh that out a little bit more? Because this can be really confusing. I know it is for me. Absolutely. You know, and the ego so wants to be in charge, you know, and that little inner child and the ego, all that stuff wants to be running the show. And quite honestly, it's about a sweet surrender to that higher aspect of self to be the divine director of my material experience and having freedom in all that I think say and do. So it's about daily moving into that heart space. And in that space, you see, you can only create that which is for not only your best and highest good, but the good of all concerned. Whereas the ego is only concerned with self. Big difference. And so in that space, you begin to, wow, be of service in a global way, um, in the littlest of ways. And you find source and spirit in everything. So you stay in a space of grace, of ease, of gratitude, and you just look at yourself differently and you see the world differently. And so you're adding to the light. It's just so totally different when you come from that perspective. You know, you don't see people in judgment as my enemy or my this, but we are all here together all in the image and likeness because we are all energy, you see, and that energy is interconnected. And so it's, yeah, it's just, well, well a, let me jump in here and ask you this. Okay. So, so for <laughs> folks who, you know, kind of are listening, joining us, and, and they're trying to understand the difference between the eco-self and the higher self, and then there's a bunch of folks who are like, yeah, I get that. Um, what about this part about, uh, the importance of our emotional body or lessons or the challenges we face and not trying to do what people call a spiritual bypass or magical thinking. Talk about the difference between what you're talking about and these other concepts because I think it's important. You can't just necessarily have a positive thought to overcome something that wants your attention. It's a deep emotional pattern maybe that wants, wants healing. So let's go to this. 
So, okay, we're here in this lifetime where we're awakening. What does any of that mean? What's all this emotional stuff? So you've had all these lifetimes of incarnations. And say, for an example, in a past life you were a little boy, you hit your knee and your dad said, don't cry because little boys don't cry. That's an unexpressed emotion. Mm -hmm. So we've had the dysfunctionality lifetime after lifetime, showing up as lack, fear, guilt, shame, pain, suffering, doubt, torture, torment, whatever experience you had. All of these experiences are emotions, and that is a part of your emotional body, your energetic body. That's who you truly are. So now here you are, this physical you. Above you is your soul, your higher self, your I am presence, and so forth. And there's this energy field around you. So you had that incarnation, you transitioned, and that energy that is you is still you. None of those uh, trapped emotions went anywhere. It's still you. Now you sit here and you're writing the pages of your Akashic record. You're going to decide what life lessons you want this time. You haven't addressed the other ones yet. So now that emotional body is right there around you. You step into this new body, these new programs, and here you are. Now forced to awaken because this is a lifetime where we're supposed to awaken. So now everything's hitting you in the face that you have to deal with from childhood and the programs you took on when your parents argued over money. Ooh, there's a program of feeding. When they talked about religion and you're a sinner, there's a program and a feeding. So now not only are you dealing with what you took on from childhood in this lifetime, that lifetime where you were a little boy and hit your knee, ah, now that emotion is still with you and has to be addressed. When we come back after the break, you're going to share with us four simple steps that anybody can do to help develop our spiritual path and attend to whatever we brought with us, whatever is in front of us to help us uncover and embrace our particular conscious journey, uh, doing what we came here to do right after these messages right here on Marian Live. Don't worry. You're not crazy. You're awakening. We'll be back with more Dr. V right here on Marian Live. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've, We've ordered, ordered No, no More, More Love, love life, life Drama, drama for, for Us. MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at MarianneLive.com. Find out about core certification, certificate of responsible relationships, www.marianlive.com core certification learning tools to attract build and sustain great relationships also sign up for marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the northern california area www.marianlive.com 
What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back, everybody. We're so glad you're here. Uh, It can be so complicated, awakening and staying awake. It seems like you should have one spiritual awakening. That's it, and move on. (laughs) Wouldn't that be tidy? So it's kind of yeah. all the practice. Okay, all right. But we need some principles and tools or a brush-up for those of you who've already got some. Dr. V, you've got four principles uh, that you're going to share with us to help us on our journey here. Let me do my best. So, okay, the first thing, and I shared this one, positive thoughts lead to positive emotions, lead to positive results. Negative thoughts lead to negative emotions, negative results. So that's telling you to be very mindful of what you're thinking throughout the day, Stop and tap in with yourself. How are you feeling? That's your guidance system. So if you're feeling good, the day is going well, you're meeting all your deadlines, guess what? You're probably having positive thoughts, and that's a wonderful thing. Continue. If you're not feeling good, that morning cup of coffee didn't work, you hit every red light, your boss is yelling, you didn't meet your deadline, guess what? You are the creator of that. Accept responsibility. There's There's one of those things. And now, breathe. How did I get here? What was I thinking to create this? Let me cancel, cancel, cancel that thought. Let me rephrase and set a new intention as to what I'm now wanting to create. And let me set that intention in a positive way. Ah, there's another idea. You see, and now I've canceled the old thought that's been leading me down this road. I clear it. I rephrase it. And I set a new intention, and now I pick up and I continue. Do not let that negative emotion keep carrying you throughout the day. That's living through default. You have to become a conscious creator and begin to live with intention. That means everything that you're doing is a new thing, so create an intention for it. What is the outcome that you want to create? So if it's as simple as going to the grocery store, you know, let me share a little example of this. Years ago, I had $105 in my wallet, and I wanted to go to the vitamin shop to pick up my list of things. So I pull up to the vitamin shop, and I'm sitting in my car, and I say to my team, hey, I'm going in. This is the money. I'm getting everything on my list. Work it out for me. Thank you. And that's having trust, right? So I go into the store, pick up my basket. I don't look at the price tag. I pick up everything on my list. I go to the checkout, and it's the manager there that day, and he says to me, it's these. Can I give you 20% off? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> my bill came to $104.60. I got my bag, okay. came back into my vehicle, and I just sat there and I said, thank you. Mm-hmm. I am loved that much. Mm-hmm. So do you see? Begin to change your perception of how you're seeing yourself. Begin to set clear intentions on things that you're doing and not live through default. 
Pay attention to where your thoughts are leading you and stop and cancel them if they're leading you down a negative path because your emotions are going to let you know. Do you see? You do that, wow, and you start to become conscious. Powerful. And why not? You can have your old crap back. <laughs> It'll wait for you. <laughs> It'll wait for you. And, I mean, there's so much I could go over because, you know, as we are clearing and clearing and letting go, what are you filling back in your cup? Mm -hmm. So if you don't begin to start to see yourself in this new way of having these clear thoughts and thinking new things and putting clear intentions then the old crap that you've worked so hard to let go of, mm -hmm. guess what? You invite it back mm -hmm. in. It's a daily practice. Good work. We can do it together here on Marion Live. Don't worry. Go to Dr. Vita's website, com, for more information. Uh, we're so excited you wrote this book for us because it's a great guide, and, and quite often, you know, you're, you've got your finger on the pulse of what's happening in our culture. A lot of us uh, are under all kinds of pressure and stress, and, and, and spirit is talking to us at every turn, and sometimes we just don't know what that mm -hmm. is. You're helping us not be terrified, uh, giving us a, a plan, a, a map, um, some sound spiritual advice. What do you want to leave us with at the top of the hour here? That you're not broke. Mm. Mm. You're not broken. Lift yourself up. Allow your spirit to move in. Wow. Feel that shift. By the way, I just did some energy work on the group. <laughs> Feel that. You are not broken. You are by design. There is purpose and meaning behind you. So love yourself exactly where you are. Love yourself. And from this moment forth, choose to see the truth of who you are, a spiritual being here having this amazing interactive color by color play of a movie. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I'm going to ask you just off the top of my heart here. Um, a lot of people suffering out there, and I know mm -hmm. you are a minister, and there's a lot of suffering in the world going on. Let's offer folks uh, an extension of what you just said, a prayer. Uh, mm. uh, Let's pour in some of that energy out. Folks, you are suffering, struggling right now. Would that be okay? Absolutely. Uh, Father and Mother God, we come to you with our broken hearts and our open hearts. We desire so much to be of service. We desire so much to feel your love. And just sometimes it feels like we are disconnected. And so, Father and Mother God, we ask you to open our hearts, to heal our hearts, to lift us so that we can not only feel you but express you out as ourselves throughout humanity and to be that light, to make the difference that we said we've come forth to do. Give us the strength, propel us into our work for you. And so feel our hearts, heal us, and lift us up. In your name we give thanks. In your name we praise. And in your name we know that all from this moment forward truly is well. And so it is. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful prayer. Thank you so much. You matter. Each and every one of you matter to us. And we care and we're here. And Dr. Vige, we are grateful for the work that you do. We know that you are available not only online. You're doing energy work, healing work with folks. They can contact you directly through your website, drvige.com, D-R-E-D-W-I-G-E.com. 
for more information. And we want to offer you a prayer that you uh, stay healthy and happy and on your path so you can keep doing this beautiful work for all of us, with all of us. Thank you, Marianne. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. That is received. <laughs> Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, come back and join us another time. Any books I'd love to. Anything else we, we want to take a peek at? There's so much going on. If I could only tell you, there's so much going on. So, yes, there's much to share. <laughs> well, great. Well, we hope you come back and share it with us here on Marianne Live. Thank you. All right, everybody. Sit tight. We're going to be back for our wrap right after these messages. And don't you know we just redid our website for you because this kind of programming is so important to you and you don't want to have to be fumbling around and, yeah, like we have so much extra time. I know that's a joke. We want to make it easy for you to access this kind of programming. So we we redid our website, MarianLive.com, for more information. Check it out. Give us your feedback. We've also got our newsletter circulating so you know who's going to be with us when programming that we are offering and uh, as you know uh, 24 hours a day seven days a week healthy life that radio has this kind of programming for you available for you we've also got our podcasts um, this is a, a live television or live radio show um, but we do have uh, iTunes podcasts available as well as the archives on Marianne live for more information Go to MarianLive.com and uh, check it out. Also, info at Marianne Live for any of your questions that you have for us. We're so grateful that you keep tuning in. We're going to be back right after these messages for our wrap. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. glad that you did. We hope you've got a spiritual tune-up. You're breathing in and out. You're feeling grateful. Checking out our new website. Going to Dr. Aviz's site. You've got stuff to do to take care of that beautiful interior so you can be of service and find your life purpose and uh, continue down the journey of healing, feeling, and dealing with what life is bringing us all. Doing it together. Hey, next week, um, I am a participating author chapter person in Secrets to Drama-Free Love. Oh, yeah, Lori, Bella, and I are going to be talking about our new book coming up next week right here on Marian Love. My chapter is about self-love. Please join us. We're looking forward to it. We'll see you here next week, same time, same place. Blessings until then, everybody. <laughs>